I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm HD Smartcast, and I hope you're safe and well. Your episode is about to begin, but just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if? Working from home, our own comfort zones helps us discover new ways of being. What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com, connecting you to the world of comedy, culture, motivation, news. You know, just in case you need some smart company. Thanks for listening. Take care. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science, and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon, so that you can make the choices that work best for you. By now, most of us have become experts on coronavirus disease. We all know that causes mild disease in most people, but in some people, it can actually cause very severe disease that needs hospitalization, ventilator support. It actually kills people, mostly older adults, and people with chronic conditions like diabetes, hypertension, kidney disease, and other diseases that could complicate things further for them. Uh, what we also know is that it, the disease so far has largely spared young children. and very few children actually get very severe disease and very few children need hospitalization and even deaths are pretty rare in younger children but now experts are asking clinicians are seeing a new trend which are making them wonder whether coronavirus disease actually affects children differently so globally now clinicians are investigating the possible link of a potentially lethal inflammatory syndrome which is characterized by high fever and swollen blood vessels in the guts and the intestines of young children uh, that can actually lead to complications and this they think is linked to coronavirus disease so what what is this condition well over the past few weeks there've been about 100 cases of young children and these are like children usually under 5 who've been admitted to intensive care units with toxic shock with symptoms very similar to a disease called the kawasaki disease now this has been seen in hospitals in the us and the uk in france italy spain switzerland so much so now that the world health organization is beginning to investigate the possibility of the link of the syndrome of kawasaki syndrome with coronavirus disease Now what is Kawasaki syndrome well it's an illness of unknown cause that affects the blood vessels of the heart and other organs 
So, so the symptoms, like I said before, include high fever, but some children can have get very low blood pressure suddenly, there's rash, they have difficulty breathing, and it usually affects children under five years old. About a third of the cases in India are in older children. Kawasaki syndrome is fairly common in Asia. Uh, there are several cases in Japan, but that could also be because the cases are actually diagnosed and recorded there. And the incidence rate of Kawasaki syndrome is around 150 per 100,000 children below the age of five. But what experts again say that it could be that it largely remains undiagnosed in India. And there was a study that was published in the Global Cardiology Science and Practice Journal which said that boys are at a slightly higher risk than compared to girls with the male to female ratio being around 1.5 to 1% in India. So what's happening now is that many of the children who are being treated with this new syndrome, and it's not that very common in the US and, and in Europe, so what doctors are finding there is that some of these children with Kawasaki syndrome are also testing positive for coronavirus disease. Some children have not tested positive, but then again, clinicians believe that it could be that they had the disease and they have recovered. So when they're doing the RT-PCR test, the children are not really testing positive because they've already recovered from the disease and the virus is cleared from their body. So there is no coronavirus-linked Kawasaki syndrome case that's been reported from India. But then again, we don't know because people are not really watching out for it. Not too many children have been diagnosed with the disease in India yet. So as of now, we're largely safe. But again, with higher awareness, I think our clinicians, our doctors who are doing an excellent job of treating people in isolation wards, treating people with coronavirus disease, perhaps need to also watch out for Kawasaki syndrome symptoms in young children in India. What experts now say is that what coronavirus disease and Kawasaki syndrome have in common is the acute immune response that they trigger in the body, which makes the body go into shock. So what clinicians who are treating these children, what they're saying is that children, most of the children with the syndrome have had a severe and prolonged inflammatory response to coronavirus disease infection. And most of them have not had severe lung disease in the past, unlike uh, the majority of cases in adults. So what they're saying is it's it's still an evolving situation. It is clear that these symptoms are reported in only a few of the children who are getting infected, but it's important for parents to know who are worried about their children's health that if the child is appears to be going into shock, and I'm going to talk about the symptoms you need to watch out for later, they must rush the child to the hospital because it could just be that uh, that you, uh, they should not miss the symptoms of the child being sick, especially if they the child has been exposed to somebody who is infected with coronavirus disease. So what then at the end of it, what we know is that children are not invulnerable. Yes, most of them get mild diseases, so parents don't really have any reason to worry because initial data from China has shown that children are largely spared and also... The cases detected through contact tracing just showed about 13% of the confirmed cases had no symptoms. And when I say no symptoms, that usually means that the child has had very mild disease. But what is worrying here is that even children who've had mild disease can infect others, which is why we keep saying if you have somebody with coronavirus disease at home, 
keep children away because they may not really get sick but they are capable of infecting other people so if you have older people in the house if you have elderly grandparents if you have neighbors who are older the chances of the child unknowingly infected them remain pretty high every day we getting new information about coronavirus disease and now there's a new study from germany which has found that children are as infectious as adults so this was research done in one of europe's largest university hospitals which is in berlin and researchers they found that the virus in the respiratory tract which is the main route of virus transmission is not significantly different across age groups so the amount of virus in the respiratory tract of children was as high as adults which really shows that they can spread infection because as we all know coronavirus disease spreads through coughing breathing talking sneezing uh, through respiratory droplets and respiratory aerosols that can be inhaled by another person or they can fall on surfaces contaminate them and again you know if the person touches that surface and then touches his face or mouth can inhale these virus and get infected but again the good news for parents is that critical illness is very rare in children children just account for 0.6% of uh, people who are hospitalized and is usually concentrated in the highest in the youngest infants and newborns and according to the united states uh, centers for disease control and prevention data infants appear to be the most likely to be hospitalized but even then deaths are very rare so what are the signs of trouble that you should be watching out in young children and especially young children because they are most likely to get very serious disease well you should watch out for children who are looking pale who have high fever who suddenly feel abnormally cold to the touch if you find that they have trouble breathing if the breathing gets irregular or if they pause they hold their breath while they're breathing if they start making grunting sounds uh, difficulty breathing obviously is of course is a sign but you should also watch out for their lips turning blue uh, because that that that's a sign that they're not getting enough oxygen then children with kawasaki syndrome they could have uh, fits or seizures they could just be crying incessantly without any obvious discomfort they could suddenly become lethargic unresponsive and develop a rash that doesn't disappear with pressure which is a class test so these are some of the things you should watch out in newborns in young children and children under 5 and children under 1 because really children under 1 year old are at higher risk we've had a couple of deaths in very young children in india who were just a few months old so the the thing is we know that children are largely spared the children don't have severe disease but that does not mean that you should ignore symptoms because if the child is ill take them to a hospital ensure that they get the best possible care because it's a new disease we don't know enough and until we do know more unless until we do have a vaccine unless until we do have a very effective treatment we have to reach help and give the child give the person who's infected the best possible treatment available and right now most of the treatment is symptomatic because it's it's just managing symptoms it's ensuring that the person can breathe is gets enough oxygen is oxygenated and the person is put on ventilator if needed to ensure the blood oxygen levels stay up so we have to ensure that their lungs get support and they keep breathing so that they can fight the infection and and recover and get back to normal
If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic, do feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at Sanchex, that is at S-A-N-C-H-X or at HT Smartcast. We are available on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. For more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.